What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? We are Pro Wrestling Edge, and we are back with a fucking good one. And as always, we are here with the great cast, Brokowski. Blah, 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 big cast. What up, no? Yep. Not much, guys. How you doing? Absolutely fantastic. Dan O'Mac, what's crackalacking? Dude, tonight's going to be a fucking banger. It's going to be a banger. It's going to be a real Before we go on, okay, you know, go ahead, go on, and um, I got something. And always flying in is Jaybird here. Tweet, tweet, boys. How we doing? That's my favorite one of them all is tweet, tweet, boys. (laughs) I like Oh, you hurt my feelings. So, how was everybody's weekend? It went good. We didn't see some wrestling, all of us together. Or except for Big Kaz there. He got the down low, but at the original show too, where we all originally met at. Yeah, it's been a minute. We were at Clash Wrestling. That shit was pretty fun. Even Dan was there. Hey, I've been coming to shows. I know. I went fantastic. to I went to Horror Slam's four year anniversary show. I was at Clash Wrestling, Clash and Burn. I was at Horror Slam versus GCW. I'll be at Horror Slam versus GCW this coming or this week. Oh, yeah. So I'm back. Still selective on where I'm going, but I'm back. We all kind of are nowadays. You know, Can't go to all of them. I don't know about y'all, but, you know, I told you guys a little bit about this. And if anyone listening is on my friends list on Facebook, you saw my weekend fucking sucked. I found out today what happened in my building. The water heaters went out. The uh, the first floor of the apartment flooded. It was bad. They're out here today cleaning all the carpets and, and stuff on the first floor. And I think mine was about the only unit that didn't get damaged. So I'm thankful for that. I still don't have water. Um, I just got my Internet back up and running late last night. It's been out. Um, so, yeah, um, I've been here sitting with no uh, Internet, no water. It sucked. That sounds horrible. That's it, rough. It, dude, it fucking sucks. So, what about you, Jaybird? What's your weekend been like? That was pretty good. Nothing too crazy. Clash was pretty sweet. It was nice getting back into it. Uh, me and Josh, or me and Brokowski raked some leaves. That was nice. <laughs> I like the smell of leaves. Burning? No, just oh. the smell of leaves. You guys didn't do that at your place. You guys were at Clash yeah, yeah. Wrestling. Was that the one that the the Little League World Series champs was at? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They beat up Dr. Meatball there. The main event, which was Elk defending his Big League Bruce title against Dr. Wrecking Ball, Meatball. I referred to him as regular Randy, and I got a dirty look from, uh, from Dr. Wrecking Ball when I said I wanted regular Randy. Um. Elk turned it into a lumberjack match. They all had bats, like wiffle ball bats that looked like aluminum bats. And every time uh, Rucking Ball was out of the ring, they beat the living shit out of them. Every time Elk got out of the ring, they all helped Elk back up and helped Elk get back in the ring. So it was definitely a one-sided match. Um, Elk is still the Big League Bruce champ. That's pretty cool to bring those kids in there for that, especially after, like, they literally just won the Little League World Series back in the summer. Yeah. Like, that's pretty awesome. It's a hard thing to accomplish. A very hard thing to accomplish. So, mad props to them. 
What was your favorite match of that night, Brokowski? Ooh, that was easily the um, – I believe he goes by – is it Ren Jones? Yeah, Ren Jones. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, when he uh, he took on a uh, good old top-notch Hodge there, man. He actually pushed top-notch to the limit. and But always, always Hodge comes out on top, baby. But, yeah, hands down, my favorite match, he was – Palmer Cruz previously. That's yeah, what Palmer Cruz. You're gonna. He you told me that he was formerly known as Palmer Cruz, and it blew my mind. I was like, I haven't seen that guy in forever. Like he was one of my favorites when I first started coming around. Bro, he he went in there and tore the fucking house down with Notch, man. That shit was great. Hotch Best didn't man. come out on top with his hand raised, but that, you know, Josh is probably right. That was probably the best match of the night. My favorite match of the night was actually a surprise. Our boys, the Game Changers, made their Clash Wrestling debut. Chinstrap, Jesus, Kyle Barrett, and the wild card from the West Coast, Nate Bach, took on Tommy Tresnick and Cameron Sky. Um, Game Changers were over. The whole place, we started the chant, Pro Wrestling Edge guys. Kristen was chanting along too, then everybody else started chanting for those guys. So it was awesome to see Kyle and Nate at Clash Wrestling. That was their debut, and and they were pretty impressive. And it was nice to see them as the crowd favorites as they were going against the heels, Tommy Tresnick and Cameron Sky. So that was different because uh, usually we enjoy uh, Chinstrap and Nate um, not agreeing or, or, or pissing off the fans, but it was, it was pretty cool. And I was excited as soon as that music hit, dude, I, I about lost my voice that night for those two matches to Jason mm-hmm. Hotch, Ren Jones match and the game changes versus Tresnick and sky. So yeah, that, that was mine. Cause just the surprise. Jaybird, What about you, man? Uh, Dan might not agree with me, but, um, I actually thought, um, Carmen versus, uh, Alexander, wrestling uh, was a pretty good match. I think Carmen's pretty fucking sweet. Carmen, yeah, and James uh-huh. Alexander. Yeah. All right, I can't say his name either. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah, those guys shy. are both awesome. I, I, just, I just wasn't digging the match. I mean, no offense, they're both great guys. You know, Carmen's been places. We've seen James Alexander on WWE t- uh, television, so I don't know. I just, I just wasn't feeling that match. Maybe it was because you know, our boys, Chinstrap and, and uh, the wild card were there and Hotch and uh, and uh, and Ren Jones put on a clinic. So maybe that's why I wasn't so impressed with Karam and James Alexander. So Well, I thought Alexander was going to get his boat whoop, but he actually uh, held in there for a little bit. So that surprised he always me. seems to do that over at Clash Wrestling. You know, like he's pretty hated from what I remember. Oh, yeah. You know, and. Yeah but he always seems to find a way to win. I know it's been a minute since uh, we've been to a class show. It was definitely pre-pandemic. And yeah, none of us made it out to the return show. Was that late August? Yeah, I believe so. Late August, early September. Yeah, none of us made it out to that one. I feel like we were at the circus that same weekend. Maybe. Maybe That's that was possible. the circus yeah. weekend. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, I think so. Which was awesome. Clash, <laughs> that was a good time. Clash is one of those those um, local promotions that 
they're they're unique. There's a different vibe when you're at a Clash Wrestling show than at some of the other. And that's no disrespect to any of the promotions, just that there's a different feeling. There's a different vibe at Clash Wrestling than there are of, of the other um, the other promotions in the area. So it was awesome to be back. I love the Allen Park venue. Josh is in love with the chairs at the Allen Park venue. Hey, I could, I could, we could talk about this all night about how comfortable those chairs were. First words out of my mouth, literally. When you go to a Clash Wrestling show, the Allen Park venue, it's almost like you're sitting in first class in, in an airplane. You've got plenty of playroom. You have the extra wide seats, and it's padded all over. Um, what? Oh yeah, yeah, like church padded. Yeah, like, like church. church yeah, quarter. yeah. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah, it's it's pretty awesome to uh, see Clash and, and Allen Park. We got to talk to Three Wiseman Media while we were there. Um, some interesting things. Um, Tyler let me in on a few things that they're thinking about playing in the work. So there's going to be some good stuff coming out of three wise and media. So uh, keep watching them on, on YouTube coming from those guys. I'm enjoying. I'll sit here and laugh my ass off watching their videos. Like at the hot dog cousins. If you haven't watched yeah, it, create the elk in the multiverse or something like that it is what it's called. But man, that, those are great. Those are great. And the whole elk versus regular Randy stuff on there. And, and when they had, when Elk was the karate instructor, that was really good. And, and of course, the Three Wiseman Media Wrestling Challenges um, have been awesome. Uh, so, yeah, check out their their content at Three Wiseman Media on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. They're everywhere. So check them out. Um, anything yeah, else? Good. Some good shit. Anything oh. else going on? I'm excited no, what's coming up, man. We got a couple good Is shows. Like said, we're attending the GCW Horror Slam, and then Brokowski and Jaybird are going to GCW Detroit. We oh, yeah. And, you know, we could go into more detail about those because usually our guest comes out around close around this time, so I don't want to be in the middle of talking, but we'll come back to that. We got that coming up. End of the month, we got another big one coming up. Boiling Point 2. RPW's tag team tournament and they're going to put the belt on somebody on Midwest scum. I mean, we feel it's going to be sponsored by speaking of the tournament, anyone looking to sponsor at RPW, there are, as of we record this two teams that still need sponsorship bulking season and members only. I believe is the other team that still needs sponsored. Uh, don't quote me on that. I believe it's members only and did, bulky did season. Beer and loathing in wrestling. Beer loathing and wrestling are sponsored. DTA is sponsored. Thanks to Donald Holland. Shout out to Donald Holland and his family for stepping up to. You know to the sponsors. sponsors. We could, you know, might as well shout out all the sponsors that we know of. I know Ox Zero Design. They sponsored the Rejects. I think um, another podcast did. Uh, was it Faces, Faces and Heels? Faces and Heels out in Australia sponsoring Casanova and Hoodfoot. That's what um, it Our buddy at Hyperion Belts, uh, Steve Thompson, is sponsoring the Hollowed. Um, let me see here. I believe they have a post about it. Give me one second if I can find it. 
I, I think uh, Charzak Chip Company's doing sponsoring somebody. They're too sponsoring the show along with Darren McCarty's show, CBD okay. brand. Okay. So we have the the Pack Rats Pawn Shop is sponsoring Fear and Loathing and Wrestling. The Holland Family is sponsoring DTA. The Hollowed is being sponsored by Hyperion Belts. Faces and Fields out of Australia is sponsoring Casanova and Hoodfoot. The Rejects are sponsored by Oxy Zero Design. Chad Ball, shout out to him. And of course, Midwest Scum, the champions uh, come the 27th, are sponsored by yours truly, Pro Wrestling Edge. So bulking season and members only are the two teams that need sponsorship. Reach out to Chris Kohlenberg. Reach out to Ruthless Pro Wrestling. Let's get those two teams sponsored so this entire tournament can be sponsored. So uh, get with Ruthless Pro Wrestling. Um, hit, you know, hit, hit, just just hit them up in their inbox. Let's get those two teams sponsored so the entire tournament sponsored. So and not only that, like not only you help you know putting on the show, but your product or your brand is going to be seen across the world on IWTV. One hundred percent. On their YouTube channels, they put out their own DVDs. If you can't get IWTV, yep, all over Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and also their Patreon. You know, yep. So you think about that. You 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 pay some money to get a team sponsored. You're getting all this advertisement everywhere. Yeah, we've taken advantage of it through uh, Rose Pro Wrestling a lot. Um, we've been on. The majority of their IWTV events. Um, we have somebody joining us. Let me bring him on. As soon as his audio hooks up, I'm going to give him the introduction that he deserves. Joining us is the man, Death Threat Army member, Adam fucking Wick. What's up, man? Hi. Hi guys, sorry I'm a minute late. I was running around or trying to eat dinner last minute. I just got home from work, so sorry. I'm usually never late. No, no, no. Um, Don't worry about it. We <laughs> appreciate you coming on, and I just want you to know you have the distinction of being the very first Death Threat Army member to be on the Pro Wrestling Edge podcast. I thought Tommy Vendetta would get on before me. Shit. <laughs> no. Um, awesome. We've had we had an issue pre-pandemic. I was going to have Isaiah on. I was going to interview him at a show. The show got canceled. Um, we've had a couple scheduling conflicts with other members. Most recently, uh, we had one with your boy Alex, which is fine. We love Alex. So you are Alex. the official first. You hate Alex. <laughs> everybody does it's all right <laughs> um, actually there's some things i want to get in uh, with you a little bit later that might uh, be a little controversial and uh, rough a little feather so that's gonna be fun for me and you to get into um but yeah you're the first one to be on we are excited that you are uh, uh you're the guy to be on here first um i'm i'm gonna put you over i'm gonna put you the fuck over later on in this interview because i've got <laughs> I, I i got some big things to say about you um, but I'm going to turn over the guys so uh, they can ask you some questions and then me and you will get back together. And I got some good stuff to chit chat with you about. So go ahead, Brokowski. Let's go. Hell yeah. I fucking, all right. First off, I love the hoodie. I have to say it. The fucking hoodie makes up for everything, man. Fucking awesome. <laughs> oh, so before this, I wasn't wearing this hoodie. I'm just a piece of shit. It's all right. It's a hoodie. I, it's no no big deal. I just want I, my one of my favorite bands. Um, love love these guys. 
Um, I can't wait for the new album to drop out. I think is this year or later on next year, but super excited for them. Yeah. So. I love ghost. Ghost is fucking awesome. One of my favorite bands also. That's why I had to give some props on it. <laughs> but all right, man, let's get, let's get into your wrestling career here, bro. When did you, when did Adam Wake find wrestling? Were you, were you channel searching? Were you playing some video games one day? How did you come across it, man? Okay, so this is going to be a long story, but short story. Sorry. Um, I live on a busy road. Uh, so in like 2006, I was hop- hospitalized with appendicitis on Christmas Eve. And um, I was in the hospital, and I remember watching a match on Fox, it was Ring of Honor, and all I remember seeing was Jimmy Jacobs and um, somebody else at the time was on there. I was like, I, I clearly remember Jimmy Jacobs, and I, he the way he came out to the ring, and like I was like, dude, who is this guy? Um, later on, I get to wrestle him because he's one of my favorite like wrestlers of all time. Um, but uh, I was just like this is weird. I'm like, but I like this. Is there, and I'm thinking in my head, is there more of this later on Raw comes on and it's Jeff Hardy versus Umaga. And I'm like, dude, what? <laughs> this is awesome. I, I love this. And then um, I started getting into it. I started looking at like YouTube videos of Jeff Hardy. And that led me to other videos of watching like triple H and like all these like stone cold, Steve Austin, Eddie Guerrero. Um, and then, somehow you know how you get into youtube channels and it's all like you get into like the the deeper of youtube and you uh like a new japan came up ring of honor stuff came up and i was like dude this is what professional wrestling is it's just not wwe um and then i remember going to a show and watching tna it was tna at the time and it was in saginaw and i remember being front row and watching uh rod van dam versus AJ Styles and then um, Motor City Machine Guns versus Gen- Generation Me, which was the Young Bucks back in the day. Um, and I just remember just being like in awe. And, and then that's what like triggered me. I was just like, this is what I want to do all this flippy dumb shit and just have fun. Um, and we were. Um, I got trained through a, a, fr- a friendly friend um, called the MWO, which Aaron, Aaron Orion and Jack Price came from. And I, and I met Jack Price through the MWO, but then like a month later, he left. And then Aaron came back and just was watching the show. And he pulls me to the side and he's like, hey, man, not for nothing. Um, you need to get out of here. You need to get retrained and you need to um, because you have a lot of talent and I can see a lot of potential in you and I want to see the best out of you. So let me take you on the road and let me train you. So Aaron trained me on the road like we would be in um, like a venue and he would like we get there two hours early and the ring was already set up. and We were just rolling around. He was teaching me how to like properly bump and feed. He was teaching me how to properly introduce myself to the boys in the back or anybody. Um, and it was just crazy how like all this like new world of wrestling. And I was just like, Oh my God, this is what wrestling really is. This is what professional independent wrestling is. I should say, but I absolutely 
was in awe. And then Jack Price started like coming and like he would train me a little bit more. So that's the that's the two people who I look like up to the most of like helping me the most. And I always, no matter what, I always ask them, Hey man, what did I need to work on? Hey, what did I need to do better? And they're always on me. And it's Aaron Orion is he's maybe look like a murderous person and he is a serial killer, but he's one of the nicest dudes when it comes to wrestling. Like <clears throat> I I'm, I love this dude with all my heart, but then Aaron got me uh, like, into XI, he's like one of the people who's helped me in my career. Jack Price, Alex Weir, um, time of it, like everyone, every one of the death threat guys, and we've always looked out for each other. And that's like, no matter where we're at, we're always helping each other out, and we're always there to support our boys. Though it's Isaiah lives does Ohio shows and Texas shows, we can't necessarily be there for him, but we're there in the spirit. But yeah. Right, exactly. That's that's pretty badass. I did not know that that uh, Orion ended up training you in that. Uh, that's pretty awesome. Now, when you were first coming out, I kind of went down a Facebook call myself and found out that you actually did a lot of body paint and face paint when you used to start out wrestling. Um, I did. Um, <clears throat> sorry, continue. I'm so sorry. No, go right ahead. Go right ahead. Just just jump right so, into it. So uh, I always want to do, like I said, Jeff Hardy was everyone's big fan boy. You're like, oh, my God, he does this cool face paint. <laughs> and then, um, so this is a funny story. <laughs> Go along with Aaron. Uh, I did, I used to love doing my face paint. I would do different designs. I had um, a girl who I paid like $50 a day who did, or $50 a time who did like my chest and like she almost did all the way down to my body. Um, I did gingerbread man. I've done the Grinch. I've done day of the dead, um, which is my favorite holiday. Um, but then I've done my own body paint, like a breast cancer. Cause my mom, uh, from, I always do for the month of October, I always do breast cancer awareness. So I did that for her. Um, and then Aaron pull Aaron's like, I was ready to put on paint for the first show um, with Aaron. And he looks at me and goes, no, you are not Sting and you are not Jeff Hardy. You are not wearing body paint. You are not wearing face paint. So do not ever wear fucking face paint. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> and I threw it back. But So there was, you know, speaking of Jeff Hardy, kind of got that alter ego with Will of the Wisp. I mean, ever possibly, maybe a chance. You never know. Uh, if I if I could do it, it would have to be a really like one or like a, a special moment for me. It'd have to be something crazy for me to bring out like face paint and to go all out. Um, and little side note. The girl who used to do my Facebook was my ex-girlfriend's twin sister. So it's kind of awkward at the moment. And now, so. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll move on from that one then. We'll get past yeah. that. <laughs> okay, no big deal. No big, no big deal at all. But it's just like, yeah, I genuinely loved, I loved the face paint. I loved the designs that she would send me. And she's like, she randomly sent me like Darth Maul and she didn't know who the fuck Darth Maul was. And like, I want to do this face paint. I'm like, oh, that's Darth Maul. And she goes, whoever that is. I'm like, we're no longer friends. So leave me <laughs> off of everything. Agreed. Um, <laughs> like, I have a big Star Wars mark. Trust me. Me and my whole roommates are big Star Wars marks. But. Oh. 
I agree with you on that. Star Wars is fucking badass, bro. For real. <laughs> the war always wins. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, we always had... But, so, that day that Orion told you, you know, we're done with the face paint. Do we freeze? No, you you're good. Oh, no, 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 you're good, you're good. I, oh, I, I was just going to say, the day that, uh, Orion no, you're good, Adam, you're good. You, oh, Okay. Fuck the face paint. You're done with it. Is that the day that it clicked and you got that fucking Adam fucking Wick swag? Or did that come over time? So the way that I look at it now from like my first interview I had um, or like previous interviews I've had before. And I've like, this is what drawn me up to your guys podcast because I watched him and I'm just like how professional it is and how you guys have your equipment on on like the RPW shows, I'm just like, holy shit, these guys mean business. And that's what I love about it. Like that's another thing me and Aaron love too, is like how professional it looks to a show and everything. But like the way that Adam F and Wick came about, it's just like slowly, um, I was called a wicked at one point. And then I transformed into, well, I just use my normal name because it's easy. And then I'll just use Wick. Um, because it just sounds and it flows smooth and it has nothing to do with the John Wick thing. Though I love all the John Wick movies. That's fine. Um, we had, um, sorry, we had, uh, it just like slowly over time, I just had like an epiphany, like, well, let's just try effing because why, why not? Um, and normally when I'm talking, I'm normally saying, fuck and it just naturally flows off to me like if i'm talking to my boss i'm like hey man i gotta go over here and weld this um this fucking shit up for you what what do i have to do like what's the print layout for what what the fuck do i gotta look for and it's not just because i work in construction it's like everyday life like i'll go up to my best friend here and i'm like hey man what do you want for dinner i'm um i'm ordering from that fucking coney island down the street okay. like we <laughs> And it's funny. It's like my mom's is like, you got to cuss me. I was like, yeah, it's just natural. Like, it's a natural thing. It just helps me flow better. Well, if you ever listen to us, we like to fuck Larry D because we hate Larry D. So go ahead and say however many F words you want to use because we fucking hate Larry D. And that's what I asked Josh. Uh, Josh I was like, uh, can I cuss on this show? Can I get my allowed? And he's like, fuck yeah. I was like, okay, perfect. I just want to make sure that we're we're good, you know. Um, fucking but... let out of my mouth all constantly. Fuck shit. Yeah, I, I got a bad mouth. <laughs> <laughs> like, right. And then I had, I just had the whole thing. Like, people, like, if people are watching my matches and people are criticizing me, and like, it's all good criticism that comes across. Like, um, there's certain boys I'll listen to and there's certain people I listen to that have helped me along my career to better myself and better who I am as a character. And I've always told myself personally, and Aaron and Jack told me, you are, Jack can say this too, and Aaron can vouch for me on this too. And all that, all the boys can. I keep my professionalism and my character in the ring. So when I am Adam F. and Wick, I keep it that way. And when I am Adam Tuchavera, I am who I am. I'm the nice guy. I'll, I'll literally go out of your way. If you want to talk to me, I don't care. I will sit there and talk to you for days. Um, I, I'm 
just this genuinely nice person. But when it's Adam Afterwick and he hits that curtain, it's just like, man, this is serious time now. I have to get in this mode and I have to become, it's me, but it's not me, if, if that makes sense. It's just like, I am this lovable asshole who does stupid ass shit for the fun of it. And I make it entertaining for you guys to have fun and to have, as long as, whether I'm good or bad, I, I know I can still like chant, get the chant of Adam, Adam F and Wick. I love it. Um, but yeah, I just, we always have absolute like fun with it. We've always had, um, it's just, I don't know. It, it just comes along and it's weird to say like how, where you first started coming in. And then now, um, me and Aaron were just talking about this the other day. I think on the way to uh, 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 Pro Wrestling All Stars, I just had an hour long conversation about it, and we were just talking about like where I started and where I now where look where I am now. And it's just like um, GTA is the the top tag team in Michigan. No, we're not. It's not you know kissing our own ass. It's just like look at we're the top tag teams we just know what the fans want we deliver what you guys we we know what you get we do all these charities we do all this fun stuff and you don't ever see other wrestlers doing that you don't hang you don't see them doing easter baskets and fucking giving goddamn giveaways bikes fucking prizes skateboards action figures uh vr headsets and then fucking other <clears throat> other like halloween prizes and turkeys and like we last year we gave away turkey dinners to like families and needs like we had a bunch of people came up and we put turkeys together we put mashed potatoes all that shit and these people were like in awe and thankful for it and that just warmed me and aaron's heart up um and every all the boys up yeah you guys did like, live from the grocery store i believe yeah <laughs> when you guys were doing the giveaway last year at thanksgiving you yeah. guys were live at the oh yeah i watched i, I was watching <laughs> so yeah it's just like we we're like we just don't do it because it was a good idea. We'll randomly just talk about it. We'll see an idea and be like, "Hey, man, let's take that and add it times four, but do it for our for our group and our brand and show these motherfuckers who we actually are. We're not just some big mean wrestlers who actually don't give a fuck about these fans. We actually give a fuck about Michigan as a whole." Um, at one point, it's just like. We were called the Michigan Bangers, like uh, the Michigan Bangers Death Threat Army. Like, what? Uh, wow. Like, and like your shirt. So, mm -hmm. got it right there. It's actually, believe it or not, it's the first indie wrestling shirt that I ever bought. Is this one right here? <clears throat> Again, yeah. I, we, we just like, that's another thing. I'm sorry to go off on a little tangent here, but like that's another thing is like we keep up with modern things like what people want and want people to see. So we're always there for shirts and like merchandise. If you if we see like what's popular out there, we're like, well, let's just do that and copy that. Like that that Michigan bangers idea came from just everyone saying, Hey man, let's have these bangers of parties and banger of songs and like and Aaron's like, why don't we just do the Michigan bangers? And we're like, perfect. And it was rolled off. 
It's a per it's, it sounds perfect and it's a perfect design. And it took and it's Aaron said it's one of the top selling shirts because we did it twice around and it sold twice fold and it's the number one shirt if you buy it online on the website or something like that. So it's unbelievable. So just and and how awesome you guys are on doing charity work and how quickly you guys put shit together. Perfect example is the truck and treat you guys just did when you guys put that together on the fly and how great of a turnout it ended up being. And you guys still had some bomb ass gifts to give away. That was some awesome stuff you guys pulled off, dude. It was so last. It was it was talked about at the beginning of October. Just me and Aaron joking around and like, dude, what if we did like a truck or treat and we had um. Uh, like a venue but like we we wanted a special venue to where it was like a lot of traffic and we can get a lot of people it ended up being the same place we did the, the easter egg hunt and we were just like um like some people showed up i would say about like 50 people showed up it wasn't that much but it was a lot because in the genesee county area there was already trunk or treats going on because of the day before halloween but like these motherfuckers don't know we had Two fifty dollar gift cards, a camera, a Polaroid camera, a drone, and then bags of candy. Like, well, at the end, um, somebody came in last minute. This is what made me laugh. Um, some people came in and pulled in, and like, this is truck or treat. And I'm like, yeah, it's starting to rain, and it's already four o'clock. And she's like, oh, okay. I'm like, we just we just saw on the web, we just saw on your guys' web page that you guys were doing it. And I'm like, well, I had like six bags of candy left i'm like well can you meet me over can you pull over by that car and tell the kids to get out of the car like the van was already loaded with kids so and it ended up being perfect aaron had candy i had candy and we just loaded these kids when they had nothing they had everything uh every candy that you could imagine and i ended up grabbing the two bags of uh, one pound candies and I ended up like distributing it out through all like six like four of them I'm like here you go and the mom was like that's enough at one point so, <laughs> and I and I actually I'm like no, no no shut your mouth and I actually poured more and the mom was like oh my god I'm like well you got what you get so <laughs> So staying with the uh, subject of fun stuff, I'm going to toss it over to Jaybird and let him hit you with a couple questions. What you got? Yeah, oh, first of all, I'm a welder too myself, man. So I didn't know you were a welder. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yep. I am in, uh, so my real job, I'm an iron worker uh, out of local 25. I build little, I help build Little Caesar Arena. I've done most of downtown Detroit redoing the inside of buildings. Um, uh, reinforcing the steel, all that stuff. I've done Amazon. I'm not Amazon jobs right now. So that's all. I love my job. Dude. It's fun. It's love my new place I'm with. So I like welding too. That's all I'm doing to a day. That's all I do all day long right now. That's awesome. Yeah. It's a, it's a fulfilling job. It makes you feel good at the end of the day. Right. But, uh, it's a into some of your hobbies, uh, it looks like, uh, you go to a lot of concerts I've seen. Okay, I. So I'll tell you right now. I love if anybody offers to go to a concert with me. Of course, I'll pay you. But I'm like, um, like Tech Nine. I've seen three times front row. I've seen uh, Event Sevenfold six times. That's like my number one favorite band. Um, I I love going to events and concerts 
because it's just like it's fun and it's just like let's see if they're good live and let's see if they're really good if they or if they suck like like Caesar or Theory of a Dead Man because they fucking blow life. I hate them. Same. I was so disappointed. <laughs> I was I was so disappointed. So disappointed in that shit. I was just like, wow, this sucks. But Hailstorm, uh, the pretty reckless, the that's the love of my life. And my actually my roommate, her dad, um, when she when the pretty reckless and hailstorm toured in Flint. Uh, me and her went to that concert. So I'm sorry, I have to tell this story to tell this story. Um, I sound like Bill Burr. I sound like Bill Burr. I'm so sorry. But um, so told my my we was mandatory in high school for our choir teacher. We had to per- perform. It was like uh, half of our grade. Um, and we, I told her bluntly, I'm like, hey, whatever I have to fucking write for you, I will write for you. And that's exactly what I said to her. And she goes, write a page on your favorite artist and tell me why. And I'm like, okay, easy. So I wrote about this concert I went to. Um, my friend, my roommate wrote, uh, lied to her and said, I have a funeral to attend. And she goes, well, I want to see an obituary. Well, that that next day she went into the media center and she made up this whole fake uh, uh, obituary, wrote it all out copied and pasted it and hand it to her and said and like started doing this fake tears and all the stuff and i'm just like bitch you just had to write all you had to do was write a fucking report that's all you had to do and it was a hundred words like or less so what we like and then so we're in this concert and her dad is the guy who tells him hey you're up next on stage well, she went to go. He went to go knock on her door and said, "Hey, you're up next." Well, she goes, "Okay," and does a whole line of uh, a blow. And this bitch is coked out of her mind on stage, but she is rocking, <laughs> just oh, and madly in love with this bitch. I I love Taylor Momsen, love her. That's that's um, a good that's an interesting story, man. <laughs> so, sorry, but yes, that's a rock and roll for sure. Don't ever yeah, apologize for telling man. good stories on this podcast, dude. I just <laughs> no, I, I don't want to go. Awesome. I don't want to go off on a. I don't want to go on a fucking tangent rant. And I know she's listening to me right now because she's out in the living room playing video <laughs> games. But uh, we we all had, um, and usually, like I went to. I think the best concert I went to was Mayhem Fest, and. Um, Ice T's band Body Count, I think it is. Body yep. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So I want to make sure that's confirmed. Um, he had his wife there, and I was on the gate in, of DTE, and she was off to the side with the pit bull, and I was just staring at her the whole fucking time because she was wearing a <laughs> white shirt, and I was just like, "Fuck Ice T, man. This is she's fucking beautiful. Please sit on my face." <laughs> <laughs> Agreed on that uh, one, man. Agreed yeah. on that. <laughs> but um, uh, other hobbies I do like, I go um, any chance I get, I'm always like walking around. Um, we'll go to like the parks, and I'll go and we'll just hang out, or I'll walk around in my neighborhood and just go for walks. Or um, if Aaron and me will like, we'll sit down, come up with ideas, or we'll you'll see if you see the uh, vlogs. Me and him are always editing that. We're always sitting down. We're always coming up with new ideas for the future. Like next year is going to be better than the next. Like we already have, like, I'm so excited for next year because we're going to be um, 
don't want to spoil too much, but I will because I don't really give a fuck, and Aaron will probably be mad at me still. Um, <laughs> he probably won't. He probably won't listen. So you're all right. <laughs> oh, he'll he'll see clips and be like, "You bitch." Um, <laughs> but like, we're gonna start. Uh, we want to start touring like more outside of like Michigan. We want to like just get up one weekend and be like, "Hey, man, let's just go. Let's just drive to Wisconsin." Let's go to the show and like see what it is. Let's like let's like let's make our presence known. Let's show. Let's be the Wisconsin bangers. Let's be the Ohio bangers. Let's like let's take over the Midwest like it was planned in the beginning of Death Row Army. I'm just like, I'm like, bitch, let's go. Like, what what is stopping us? Right. Yeah. Definitely. Well, Aaron's foot is stopping us. So. <laughs> That's funny. Well, I see you like to travel too, man. I see um, you went to was it Hell's Kitchen? Got yourself a good old fashioned, man. How was that? <laughs> okay, so um, I love Las Vegas. It is literally my second home. Um, it's the easiest free trip that you can get. I, if you ever hear, and Josh and Alex always bitch about it. I am what's called a gambling addict or whatever. Not really, but uh. <laughs> We, we, me and my best friend, um, his grandma used to live out there during the winter times and we went out there one year and I just fell in love. So, um, I, Ramsey had a, a, a restaurant out there until 2020 and I already like booked the reservation. You had to book two weeks in advance, all this stuff, yada, yada, yada. And I, go and I go up to my reservation and she's like, Oh, we can't take one person at a time right now due to COVID. You have to have two or more people. Well, my roommates are very picky eaters. Um, so <laughs> next year, so next year comes along and we take my best, my, my best friends who I grew up with, went to school with, and it's the first time out in Vegas. And I said, Hey, how do you feel about going to hell's kitchen? I had to book it. And they're like, Fuck yeah, let's go. Oh my God, fuck yeah. Um, they end up, I was so hesitant. I like my steak. I know I'm going to get a lot of shit for this. Um, I like my steak medium well. Um, and the, the uh, what's that called? That the pastry, the beef Wellington, I'm sorry. The beef Wellington is strictly only medium rare. Yeah. I yeah. I don't know. That's right. Yeah, rare. Medium rare. Yeah, medium rare. So I, uh, they get they both get the entree the book the entree and i get uh a flame mignon with uh a lobster tail uh on the side with it and it was absolutely i said medium well and the dude looked at me he's like medium i'm like yes okay fine so i have it and it was the best steak and i tried a bite of the beef wellington i should have got that that was the best thing in the whole world everything melted in your mouth it was perfection um there was a red team and a blue team at all costs um the the winner of this year or this past season was there yesterday cooking for a uh celebration and gordon ramsay was there monday so and we we came in and our restaurant was our day was wednesday we went to the restaurant so it was like man we could have met my the love of my life um <laughs> but we like i literally have two cookbooks i have 
the I, I have the apron. I, I literally love Gordon Ramsay. I love everything about him. Um, and Vegas, honestly, is like my favorite thing. Uh, I can literally sit down in the middle of the strip on a bench with two drinks in my hand and a cigar and just watch everything go on. And just, it's amazing. The people, the uh, atmosphere, it's just a party city nonstop. The Bellagio fountains is beautiful. That's one thing too, especially if you're tripping a little bit. Um, <laughs> we, uh, Which pro us and that just known to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on, Swartzy. <laughs> <laughs> that's our boy yeah come on yeah. i love i love sourcing with all my heart dude that dude is literally has given me the best advice even for he, he'll literally just come up to me and and give me like tips and like experiences that he's had and that dude is just all around a great guy um but yeah like i said i love vegas um my my roommate has won thousands and thousands of dollars. Like his grandma, this is how this is how fucking amazing. And his grandma, his grandma has stupid ass luck. Um, she'll play this video of poker, um, and she'll win like twenty four hundred dollars to ten thousand dollars in video poker. This um, like she's just well, one night she comes up to the room. Me and Chance, me and my room, like me and Chance are sleeping. And she wakes us up and go at two thirty in the morning Vegas time, and she goes, "Wake up, boys! I just won three grand." I'm like, "The fuck?" <laughs> she goes, "Let's let's go get breakfast." I'm like, "Can we get breakfast in the morning?" She goes, "Now." So we <laughs> so everything is twenty four hours down there. So we're it's a great atmosphere. And like my roommates won two grand out there just on a slot the first day. He's we're always big into blackjack. Um, like I, I'm, I'm sorry. Vegas is my number one home. I love it that much, and West Virginia too. But that's because I lived down there most of my life too. So there's Very your, nice. there's your. <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect, man. You're doing great. We love it. But uh, I'm gonna send it over to Big Cast now. All right. So I wanted to bring up. You talked about DTA earlier, and this is where I'm gonna bring in. I want to know some more facts. I'm sure the people want to know. One question between us, we know there's more members of DTA besides the ones that we had talked about. Can you name, like, how many members are there and can you name them for us? <laughs> or did I just stump you? Was that a bad idea? I don't think I have the legal way to say it, but um, but I will give the history and previous. I'll just go down the line and, like, give you who is now in DTA. Um, okay. but who versus who is n now and not in DTA? Um, we had now is Aaron Orion, Jack Price, Alex Weir, Isaiah Bronner, Tommy Vendetta, me, Kenji, and James. Um, those are the eight members right now. Um, and we have uh, the previous members was Jody Threat. Um, uh, Karm and then uh, Jason Hotch was at one point and that um, proves to like we like I love Jason and Aaron will say this too if you ever get an interview with him and um, or if you watch previous interviews with him he 
we both share the same, like we all do. We love Jason with all our hearts. Like this dude is seriously the best of the best of even before he went to AEW dark and before he was um, training with Trey Miguel. Like I, I, I was with, I met Jason in Ohio. Um, I forget what promotion it's on the tip of my tongue, but um, these dudes were, he's just all around nice. We just started talking about football and like, we just started clicking and this is just one of the nicest dudes in the whole world. Um, I would love to have him back in DTA personally, um, but he's doing so well for everyone else and himself. He doesn't need to be, he doesn't not need to be a part of this group because this group, um, he just, he's, I don't know how like the words to say it, but like he's he's amazing. He's too good. He's just way too good for what for how young he is. And Trey Miguel has all the credit for him. Is and like that just so smart and just so introvert and uh, not introvert, but like oh my god, just words can't. I'm sorry, words can't describe how good Jason is. Um, and I'm not like he's sucking his dick, but I'm, I really am. Um, <laughs> well, we've anointed him the pro wrestling edge champion for, for so long. He's amazing. We love Jason. Yeah. Hotch is uh, our guy for sure. Um, Jason is the, just how smart he comes up with matches, how, um, I've learned like the match I had with him move, moved me and think about my wrestling style so different. And, um, it like it a lot of like a, a lot of things clicked in my head and how to pace myself. I like and how to move myself around in the ring helped me a lot. Um, I'll never be I'll never ever be as good as him. Um, or Jack Price. Jack Price and him I think are on like the same level for me of how to put together the perfect match. And when like Jack, Jason, or Aaron are in a match together or they're in a room together and they're coming up with a match. It is so fucking stupid how amazing it is. It's just, you're sitting back and you're going, these dudes are so fucking amazing. I'm sorry, Tommy and Alex and all of us don't have a shit on these guys because of how fucking amazing these guys are. Um, Yeah. The story you guys all told at Metro pro wrestling was absolutely amazing. Uh, Dude, that the, fucking, the Armageddon that, versus DTA stuff was was awesome. I'd never been to a Metro show. I went to the Metro shows that the the show that led up to it, him and Tommy, and then the match with all five of you guys against each other. Uh, that was some of the best stuff I've seen. You, you guys all just the storytelling and everything. And I know that's credited to Aaron and Jason. Uh, you know, both of them, but, both of them, one hundred percent. But that was absolutely amazing what the the ten of you guys did. They had um, so like a little behind the scenes here. Like we got down, we got to the back, and we got the list of what time we needed and how long. This motherfucker said go sixty to seventy minutes, and we want three minute intervals, and we want all this stuff. Like it was chaotic back there for the first hour. It was literally we were screaming at each other. We were saying no, let's do this. No, let's do this. And it was so fucking 
and then it all like started clicking and then Aaron and Jack and uh Jason just all like it we're all just like what the fuck and then it then bam show happened and then the next thing we know like it's our turn we're like what so you guys are known to go around you guys fight together a lot but there's actually a lot of times you guys are fighting against each other whose style is more like you and who's your favorite to wrestle oh my god so this weekend i was supposed to face aaron but he got trench foot and uh they had to amputate his leg so um i it's a i we just make up shit um, all the time about <laughs> that's aaron, the greatest aaron, thing the best thing aaron, ever i was aaron's, <laughs> aaron's foot we just we literally the whole group chat is just making fun of aaron's foot and how we had to amputate it and how he got trench foot and or um he said no i broke my foot from saving a child of a, a three-car pileup on 75 i love that shit um and he left the mother to die it was that shit so far um so um i would have to say alex or jack if i could wrestle jack price like without street fright rules I would love to. Alex, I'll wrestle any goddamn day. That dude is so fucking smart, too, when it comes to wrestling. He calls most of it um, because it's always his style. And it's, it's like mine, but high-flying more. And, like, at XI, the first time we ever wrestled, I made that motherfucker puke. Um, love that to this day. Um, but Jack Price, too, that dude is – I. I modeled my style off of his a lot because of how much he trained me and Aaron trained me. So I mostly go off of his because it makes the most sense to me. And even when I'm thinking I'm on Jack's level, I'm not, I'm not even fucking remotely close. And he'll tell me that, or everyone will tell me like, you're not even close to Jack price. Um, because he always like listening to him. He's always on adding another level to his level. If that makes more sense, because this dude is so fucking smart. And I don't know if he's watching wrestling at home or like, he's, but this dude is mostly sleeping his life away 90% of the time. But um, he, he's just so fucking smart. I, I can't fathom or how he puts together a match just so fucking perfectly. Like the, this dude, this is what pisses me off about Aaron and Jack too, in a good way. These motherfuckers bring out the best out of the the shittiest of people. Sorry, not sorry, but I could not believe because um, just how fucking they're like, oh, and it like clicks. And then you'll see these motherfuckers take off off of these two guys. And just like, that's what I want to do. If I can inspire or aspire people to do that more, I'd fucking love that and that's like literally my goal if i can get three to four people to be like hey man that makes sense and move on to like the next step or like like one thing click in their head fuck yeah like um like the guys i love right now that are coming up are like kyler coleman solo and brutus 
mm-hmm. and um, a couple other people, and I can't really think of their names right now, but like that come from the House of Truth, and they're just so fucking good. And they they if they if they get it, they'll I I know they'll get it. Like I I believe in them one hundred percent. That's uh, funny. We were those, literally the group of us before the show started. We were talking about those exact fellows right there, and how we see. I, re- I remember Brutus as a fan at you know pro wrestling all star shows, and then I seen him in the ring, and I'm like, and then especially like Kyler too, knowing him outside of the wrestling thing, and then seeing what they do in there, him solo and Brutus, man, yeah, they're fantastic. We've been thinking that since they started coming out, and they've all been past guests, and we loved having them on too. Um, the motherfuckers will come up to me, and like solo and Kyler mostly because Brutus is a doesn't do all like the dumb shit that me and or Alex do. Um, like the one, like we, they'll come up to me like, Hey man, I want to do fry this, or I want to do this or top gun, uh, off of Cobra Kai. I think his name is max, but like that dude will come up to me. Hey man, I want to do this, this, and this better. I'm like, well, let's go in the ring and try it. And if he doesn't do it, Aaron will come up to me or Alex or whoever's there and Hey, try this, this, and this. And, They'll go on and do the show and be like, hey, man, that was fucking dope. And they're like, oh, thank Adam or Aaron. I'm like, no, dude, thank yourself because you're the one who came up with it. We just helped you. Mm-hmm. That's all we do. Um, but, like, those those guys are the absolute, like, I fully believe in them 110%. And that's cool as, you know, you guys, the members of DTA, when you got these new kids coming up to you just asking you for you know pointers and assistance you guys take the time to do it like and not be like the veteran that you know kind of shuns them off that's what michigan needs you know and that's what like aaron went in onto this big rant the other day with me about how we it's we're we Aaron like looks like a serial killer, but he's not. He's like genuinely one of the nicest fucking dudes in the whole world. And people are so scared to ask him for advice or ask him or ask Jack or ask Alex. Um, like we if we like you, we'll actually just sit down and watch your match and be like, hey man, do this better. Um like Sam Beal, yeah, like when he started coming to XI before Trey's, he was always we were always with uh, giving him advice and like Aaron was always giving him pointers and like to get better. And he was like, Aaron, can you watch my match? Hey, Aaron, can you watch my match? Um, and other guys now at XI shows are like, Hey, Aaron, can you watch my match? When you get time, I'm up next or Hey. And then Aaron will like go out of his way. And he's like, I love that because they genuinely, I'll just genuinely watch a match. If I, even if I like you and you didn't even ask me for your match, I'll be like, Hey man, I like your match. This is what I thought. Yada, yada, yada. We are always striving to help to get to that next level because in my, in our eyes, I should say, I don't know how they feel, but in our eyes, I feel like it shouldn't be about fucking stabbing each other in the fucking back and belittling these motherfuckers, these young fucking talents that are coming up and doing moves for moves. Listen, bitch, you've done the same exact fucking thing. You were a move for move guy. How are you going to disappoint these cocksuckers out here and fucking shit on them and not instead of belittling them and beating them down how about you fucking show them what 
to fucking do and lead them by example. And like Swartzy didn't have to fucking come up to me and give me help. Like he went out of his way to talk to me and help me. Like, dude, fuck, fuck yeah! I don't. I know him as a legend in Michigan. Um, and like to work with him at TKW in that small crowd, I still learned so much, and it was his style of match. I still learned so much. I was just like, dude, what the fuck? And I was just like, I was excited. I was thankful for him. I was like, his. I was like, thanks, dude. What he's been doing for like what we see we've been on board with him you know when flop house started we were right there supporting him and we've supported them all through that um because we see something there uh what we do here on the podcast we do want to stir away from that negativity like you said you know the guys putting down other guys for even asking basic questions or whatnot but for people and more veterans to do that people like dta people like schwartzy you know, to start changing the the way the road's going for independent wrestling in the state of Michigan. Uh, you guys just keep doing that. Keep keep that up because we're on board with that. We hate all the the bullshit and the 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 backstage, you know, politics and drama because everybody hears about it. Fans alike, you know. So it it it's, it's, it shouldn't be like that. It shouldn't be like the fans. The fans sh- um the fans shouldn't hear that fucking bullshit. The fans shouldn't hear all that that um the, the people stealing other people's moves motherfucker how how did you steal your move like the fuck mm-hmm. you you're huh you're gonna do the twist of fate you're gonna do the fucking swan time bomb you're gonna do the fucking cutter or the rko the super kick the fuck you're gonna you're gonna get mad oh because somebody did an elbow okay who gives a fuck or somebody did uh like who gives a fuck it's a move yeah Exactly. You know, and it, it, it reflects, you know, like I said, we are just fans. We, we just actually have a, you know, something that a brand to put things out on. And like, we have a lot of stars that we see our stars on this show that talk about things. And we don't want to know about all that stuff, especially maybe the online etiquette should be part of training from here on out. And, you know, it, that's it, 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 and that's what air that's, that's what Aaron stressed. Like we train, we now train and God damn it. I'm sorry. We train now and help, uh, at PPW at Xavier justices school on Thursdays. And we tell them like, if they just comes up or they're graduating, we're always like, Hey, don't, don't be this drama little bitch on Facebook, craving attention. Keep it professional. You're going to get random fans. You're going to get people who are going to watch you and see you. And I know from people who are in WWE or on TV right now, I hear it. When you go for an interview or you send all your paperwork in for WWE, the number one thing they go through is all your social media. And they have guys going down to the last detail. Anything racist, profile, bitchy, or um, inappropriate, you're no longer no, you're not you're not welcome to WWE. Guys will delete their Facebook, their Twitter, and Instagrams and all social media just to make literally they'll send the resume in and then they'll make new ones, the, deleting everything. So they can start fresh. Um I James Alexander is the one who told me about the Facebook one. Um because he's like, I didn't I don't know if I did or didn't, but I just did it 
just to save my ass. And I was just like, fuck yeah, dude. Good for you. Um, but it's it, like, I, like I, like I said, to get to back to this point, it's like, we care about people who we care about, but we care about the people who want to strive to get better and better and better. And that's the one that we care about. Um, the guys who we, like, we have an advanced class who we train, who people come and be like, Hey man, I want to learn this, this, and this. Well, we're going to learn that today. We're all going to like, there's three other people. If one says, Hey, I want to do a hurricane. Well, bitch, we're going to do a hurricane. If there's one who wants to do a 450, well, that one bitch is just do a 450 because nobody else can do a 450. So, um, I'm always a test dummy. So I'll always take that shit for training or whatever. Like I always am down, but like, I always strive to help no matter what and if even i'm i I don't even call myself a fucking vet i'm still a fucking rookie because i'm this three i'm three years in think yeah yeah three three years in three and a half but i'm just like dude i'm still fucking learning isaiah i put my matches in and isaiah bronner is always like Jack and Isaiah are always telling me what to do better. Um, we uh, Jason Hosh is always telling me do this, this, and this, and I'm I'm trying out new things. It's like we always are striving to do better and better and better. Um, even for ourselves in the group, like even if this looks shitty, like hey man, do this better. Like it's it's not to belittle you by any means we're trying to help you and if you're not going to do that and you're going to keep asking us for this advice and you're not going to show that you did it then by all means i get it they're not listening to you fuck them but if they that they we if we see that they did better and we see that they're fucking they're actually putting the improvement fuck yeah dude that's what we want like that's what that's what it should be about but we get it if you're new like whatever so sorry to go off on that little tangent. Damn. No, it's fine. We enjoy that. We, you know, because we feel like we try, we capture the realness of the people, and that's, you know, it kind of helps build the character. You know, I know he said the social media thing, but here you are, like you're letting us know who you are in the real life, and then we're also talking about the gimmick. And go back and listen to our past episodes. We <laughs> people come on and listen and tell stories. But yes, yeah, we we made it been known we're not big fans of dta and like and that's because not that we don't like you guys everybody can't love everybody right i get it and i love it when you guys fucking flip me off or boo me i that's what i say we, we talked about that you know we've been on the receiving end from some middle fingers from you and then we've also been on the receiving end of some uh kisses being blown our way so you know you're sending us mixed signals here man <laughs> it's it's either if you flip me off i'm gonna flip you off back but if you're gonna if you're gonna cheer for me i'll blow you a kiss it, or i'll just flip you off because i i i love you it's it's all yeah, love and we we play to that you know like we go to a lot of these shows and of course you've seen us at and you guys are super heavy you know everybody loves dta so it kind of puts the fun in it for us to <laughs> more or less go against everybody else you know and, 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 promotions it, it, to where dta haven't been the popular guys and that's when I cheer for them because everybody's booing, you know, I, I'll go against the grain. You're, so, yeah. So it's like, I, when I, heard, when I saw your face in the crowd at like Metro pro, like any of you guys, I'm just like, I thought you guys fucking liked us. And then I'm like thinking, Oh, they're doing what the opposite of what we do. Okay. Thanks assholes. Yeah. 
So if I'm going into that, I'll pass this along to Dan on Matt because it's kind of leading into what he wanted to talk to you. Yeah. About. So before we get into what I want to talk to you about, uh, just we talked about how you got into it. We talked about things that you like to do outside of wrestling. We talked about DTA. Uh, before I get into what I want to say, I do want to say um, I respect the hell out of all you guys in the ring. I, re- I respect the hell what you guys do outside the ring. And like Brandon said, we go against the grain. If someone is over with everyone, we're going to do the opposite. Just just to have fun, just j- just to do that. Um, I met you at BCWA prior to COVID. I don't even think you were on the card. I think you were there at the merch stand for uh, for the other. I think Aaron and Tommy was on was on that show. Maybe it was Tommy and Alex. Uh, I think it was Tommy and Alex on that show. And I met yep. you and we talked. And um, I'm not saying this because you're on the podcast and these guys will contest to this. I don't put people over if personally to me, I don't want to put them over. I don't think they deserve it. You've done nothing this episode, but put everybody else over. And when I talked to you, whatever that was two years ago, whatever, you were one of the most humble people that I've talked to um, since I've been doing podcasting and about independent wrestling in Michigan for over three years. Um, you work your ass off in the ring. You've talked tonight about how you go above and beyond to get better. You're always learning. You're, you're going out there and you're, and you're taking in what everyone's telling you. Um, you are my absolute favorite member of DTA for what you do in the ring and how hard you work and how humble you are. Um, we don't always see that side of people. We might, because of what we do, we do get a little more behind the of the character when we have you guys on and you guys talk about who you are and, and everything that you like. But you are my favorite. And there's one thing that this might be a little controversial, what I'm about to get get with you about. But um, oh, boy, I kind of have a problem with some of the DTA fans. Um, and the reason why I have a problem with some of them is because there's shows that I've been to where Aaron's been on and Tommy's been on and Jack's been on and Alex has been on. And there's a lot of times that Adam doesn't get the love that the rest of the members of DTA does. Um, and you should, uh, I remember Metro pro wrestling, you wrestled June tie, all the DTA guys that came out before you, the fans were shouting DTA, DTA. And when your match started, as many people was doing Lotus as they were saying DTA. I get it. June Tai is, is amazing. But regardless of the situation, if I'm a true fan of someone, I'm cheering them regardless of who they're against. I don't think you get some of the love that you deserve with how hard you work. That might be controversial for me to say because of everything. Everybody else in the group is amazing. I'm not taking away anything for them, but I think there's times where you don't get the recognition that you deserve as being a member of DTA. Um, so let me cut you off right there. So I'm just, I'm so sorry. Um, no, don't be sorry. Is, this is this is so to bring up that point. This is what's fucked up. Alex and Jack at XI one. I think it was the first night. Me and um, uh, me and LJ, sorry, me and LJ wrestled, and it was just like I think we just came, it was like the last night at XI at the Hot Rocks. And how fucking loud I got 
I'm not tooting my own horn because I don't like to be fucking all about me. I'm sorry. Um, the loudest fucking pop I've ever heard from an audience. And I was supposed to be a bad guy. And I'm sitting there going, fuck. How are you going to pull this off now? And it's just like, um, Aaron told me, from now on, that's why you, um, no matter what, take that moment in soak it until you get to that ring then do your job soak that all in because i won't get i won't do it till i get to the ring i will show who i am i will take that in because even when me and juntai wrestled that that was another loud pop i was just like i did not expect i'm like holy i was sitting there going holy shit dude what the fuck i did not expect this i'm like pre-main everyone's fucking tired I have to go on before Tommy and fucking Jason Hotch. Uh, they're going to fucking kill it. And then it ended up being one of my favorite matches. But, like, I was like, God damn, dude. That was so awesome. Like, I love even, – even if they don't, like, if I get a few good likes and I'm getting all this stuff, I, I still fucking love it. And I know who my loyal fans are and who my new fans are because at the end of the day, this is what self fuck up to. Even when I'm playing a bad guy, people are always asking me, hey, what can I buy? Can I buy your shit? We were in fucking uh, Bunfuck, Michigan. I don't know where the fuck we were at. Michigan, Indiana <laughs> border. And we're doing this one one promotion where it was like a cancer benefit show. I forget the name of it. I'm so sorry. I'm mad with it. Um, but it was for a bunch of fucking high school little pricks. And I, I couldn't fucking swear, but um, – I was being kind of inappropriate, but still, um, I just remember I walked out and I stood there and they didn't know what to do. And then, so I walked around and I got to the, I did my pose and I literally said something about how I love Ohio state and that fucking place erupted. And I don't even love Ohio state. I love Michigan. So I just said, I hate, I, just, I love, I said, I love Ohio state and that motherfucking crowd instantly started booing me. And then all, and then I'm like, okay, there, I got him. And then, so I started talking my normal shit and then I would do a move and then go talk. I would flirt with a mom out there. Cause I love milfs. Um, and I'm just like, mm, you're cute. Um, and then like, okay. So this one kid was talking shit the whole time. And I said, to him, like, hey man, shut your mouth or I'll be your stepdaddy in a week. And <laughs> the mom at the end of the night was like, Hey, can I buy your shirt? And I'm like, Are you want to be? Do you want a new step? Do you want to like a stepdad? Or I'm like, what? <laughs> but so continue on your little rant. I'm so sorry. No, 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 you're yeah. good. You're good. You're good. But like I said, I, I think that um you don't always get the recognition that you deserve. Um and it's unfortunate at places where I've seen you get over as fuck like XI, you know, I see, I see the matches and stuff and, and you're over as fuck. And there's other places where it's like, you know what? And I get it. You're, you're, you understand it, whether you're getting cheered or you're getting booed, you, you understand that at the end of the day, you're doing your job, but I, I don't know. I just, it just bugs me sometimes when I don't, I feel like Adam deserved more. Before, you know from the fans i am supposed to go to mcpw this weekend and i haven't been there in it'll be, i'll just say three years right now it'll be three years since i've been up there because of 
some shit that was put the blame on me that would never happen because of how I am, how professional I, I am. And it was a problem between me and the promoter. And it ended up being high school bullshit. And it could have been, it could have been done within a phone call that day. That's how petty it was between me and him. And I went up to the show just to fucking hang out and watch all the boys. And I'm just so glad that all the boys were up there. I'm like, fuck yeah, let's just go and hang out and have fun. So we went out, promoter pulled me to the side at the end of the night. We started talking. We actually had a, like a heart to heart. We were, I'm not gonna lie. We were yelling at each other, um, which I, I would never do. And no disrespect. Um, but it was just emotions. It was upset. I was so fucking frustrated. I already had enough of it. And um, now I have to go up there this weekend. I haven't been over there in three week, three years. How the fuck do you think I feel when I go out there and I'm going to be like, none of these motherfuckers probably don't remember who the fuck I am. I have to start from zero and make my way up. But um, like Jack, I was selling this to Jack because he lives like really like a mile down the road. Um, and he goes, don't let that get in your head because look at it like this. If you go out to a, um, let's see, he's like, let's just say if you go down to Ohio and you start a new promotion, you're going to have to start your way back up to, you're not just going to recognize because you're DTA. You're going to, you have to build that brand up. And I'm just like, okay, I get it. So this weekend is just like, I'm nervous. Like I, I have to, I want to facing impact star and it should be on TV more Jackson stone. Um, I'm super excited because me and that motherfucker have had real deep conversations. And I think we've only worked each other in tag matches, never in singles. But that dude is so fucking smart. I don't think those Good fans game. forgot about Adam Wick. Um, I think you might be pleasantly surprised on the reaction that you do get. And like, and like, you know, this, whether it's positive or if it's the booze, um, you know that you're doing something right. And, and you, you're, you, that's why you're so humble. And that's why I like so much is that you, you don't always, um, pat yourself on the back like you deserve. Um, so, so I get it. You've, uh, you have this mentality and that is why you're my favorite member of this group and how hard you work. So I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. I, none of us are going to, are you going Brandon? You sometimes go to. No, Chainsaw. I'm not going. I'm not making it to Mr. Okay. Chainsaw. No, I was going to say I have been to a couple shows the last few months, and I I actually love that crowd. How it gets so loud. Mr. Chainsaw is different than the stuff that we're seeing down here. So yeah. I really enjoy that, and I'm hoping you have a great match up there. You know, that's that's a big, big feat. You know, but you make it happen. Yes. That's going to be incredible. And they yeah, love it, it, up there. That's what I was like. I was thinking too. It's just like it's, it, it could be my, me getting into my head or it could be me, whatever. Like, I, all the guys are like good. So it's just like, do I have to be a guy guy? Do I have to be a good guy? What do I have to do? Like, I'm, I'm like, do I have to go off the same storyline? Do I have to do this? Do I have to do like, it's so MCPW is so, that's another professional company that 
it is so professional and so like you have to it's very detailed how professional it is up there so that's why they put on these fucking matches that you see and they're like this would be good for this and this is why and they'll explain it to you even if you don't want the explanation they want they 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 want to tell you why and i'm just like that that's what that's what puts it different away from like all the rest of like the detroit companies or like the other michigan promotions i should say because i've been on i've basically been on every goddamn michigan promotion um but it's all it, some of them are different but some of them are kind of the same yeah so. <laughs> we we have a feeling we know which ones you're talking about there but i do have one more question i want to talk to you about we were at the icw rpw circus and i did see you and jack there at the pit to watch fellow dta members aaron orion and tommy vendetta fight in the pit how was that experience for you guys oh dude <laughs> so so jack price hates the slide of blood and like all that bullshit um and record like we we went down there to support our boys like that's one our boys so we're gonna go down there and see them and we saw isaiah and we're like he's like dude this is about to be fucked up we're like okay whatever and um we get there and i think i just we just got jimmy jacobs match we just we came up to and that motherfucker basically laying it on a pile of spikes. Oof. I was just like, what the fuck? And then I go to um, the pit and I'm just sitting there. I'm like, this is such a fucking dope vibe. We both said that. We're like, this is such a dope vibe. And then uh, we did, uh, we were watching um, Isaiah's match and we were watching uh, Hoodfoot's matches and we we're like, God damn. Oh fuck. Like all the like blood which I don't like. I love all that shit. Um, when I'm not a pussy, I'll probably start doing a little bit of death matches. Um, but they, and then we watched Tommy Vendetta's match and we we're just like, holy fucking shit. This is so, I like the vibe of the pit feels like um, such an underground feeling, like fight, fight club feeling. And I'm just like, this is what this is what it should be about. Um, and I love that feeling. I really do. I love all that, the atmosphere, how fucking crazy it is, how, um, how deathmatch, oh my God, deathmatch wrestling is just, it's so, in my eyes, it's, it's too much because everybody and their fucking cousin is doing it. Um, but also it's just like, it's cool. I get where it comes from Japan. So that's, I love New Japan style wrestling. So I fucking love watching all that shit go down and seeing all like where, and like, I see where the art comes from when I'm watching deathmatch wrestling and like when they take their time, when they tell the story of a deathmatch and they're just not hitting each other with shit. They're actually telling the story in there. That's what I love. And that's why I love when Tommy Vendetta does watch. Tommy Vendetta tells a fucking story every time he goes in the ring and he's doing a death match. I have not seen, not once, and maybe I'm fucking blind, not once seen this motherfucker do a fucking death match and just go out there and just start randomly fucking doing shit. This motherfucker tells a goddamn story just like he was trained to do. And it he's a main event of fucking the pit. Bitch. 
that was great exposure for a lot of those guys that night. Like you say, Isaiah was there. Tommy was in the main event. Uh, Aaron O'Ryan fought Aaron Williams. Like when we were there, like, like we felt the same way. Like it felt underground. It felt fight club. It felt so illegal and exciting. <laughs> you know, like I was just like on the edge the whole night and amped, you know, it was probably all the beers and everything else too, but I was just, oh. It sucked me in when I first walked into that place. I was like, what? "This is sketchy as fuck." Like, yeah, that's how I felt because the ground, like, it wasn't even level ground. Like, it just dirt holes no. and random no, was, planks laying around, and <laughs> it, was, it, it was a barn. It was a barn to be a barn. We rolled, me and Jack rolled up together. When we rolled up, the fucking cops were there, and we're like, "Oh, they're getting shut down. Let's go home." And I'm like, "No, no, let's wait. Let's wait." And um, side note that. I think that's in a big lawsuit right now. Um, that's between me and the fence post. Now everybody knows. Um, so, so it was kind of illegal what they did. So, I mean, who, who gives a fuck? Either way, we had a blast. We were there for the whole weekend. And, and probably wow. night one, the pit four, was absolutely my favorite. Even though the next night we got to see our boy Justin Kyle whoop Larry D's ass. Fuck Larry D. <laughs> <laughs> the views of fuck larry d is pro wrestling edge and pro wrestling edge is alone not adam wicks or dta it's clearly <laughs> just the views of pro wrestling edge of oh, just fuck fuck larry d yeah yeah we hate fuck, fuck larry, larry d, d. <laughs> so like tommy has jumped in head o- head i mean he's dumped jumped in the deep end of the death match stuff and like you said death match is not just going out there and what weapons can you find to beat the shit out of each other? Their storytelling. I know you kind of mentioned it briefly. Do you think in the future there could be some Adam Wick with some deathmatch wrestling? Okay, so what kind of triggers me to do more of like so I used to love hardcore wrestling, not deathmatch wrestling, hardcore wrestling to where there was ladders, there was tables, there was fucking um trash cans like um chairs i love all that shit kindle sticks eh, whatever um i love hard i love a good ecw style wrestling match um and tommy tommy dreamers i know he has bad exposure right now and the sandman and like 3d like all them guys are just so fucking dope on telling stories and how they use their or, or new jack i guess in a way um and how they they hit each other they have like they tell that story and that's like the story i wanted with me and alex i wanted that we're we're brother versus brother and fucking we're fucking each other up and we actually did fuck each other up and it set me wanting to do more hardcore i won't do death i won't do death matches but i will do death matches if i feel comfortable getting up to that level but maybe in the near future but let me tell you something, Adam Wick. We had two people that we asked that same very question to. That was Percy Drews and Rick Cartier. And since they told us no on this podcast, they would never do death matches. They both do death matches. No, well, because it pay it pay it pays more. <laughs> so I'm just saying, even though you said no death matches hardcore, we had two guys say the same thing, and now they're doing them. Things well, listen. Spoke into existence on this podcast. We talk about it. And sometimes they have. <laughs> Just saying, I Adam mean, Wick. If we see a Adam no. Wick versus Percy Drews death match coming up in the what? next year, year and a half, 
I, I mean, you heard it on Pro Wrestling Night. She's doing death matches. <laughs> Shit. I, I, like, so this is what fucks me up is like, I watch Tommy Vendetta have these matches and like he's bleeding all over the place. It's like, he comes back and I'm like, how you feeling? He goes, oh, I'm good. He's all right, guys. I'm, I'm a little itchy, but I'm good. He's fucking bleeding <laughs> off his back and bleeding out of his face. Like, I got into like a little spit spat with my best friend here, roommate. Um, and he's like, he goes, I showed him a picture of Tommy Veneta's back, and he goes, that's not fucking barbara. You guys don't use fucking real barbara. I've cut myself, and you've seen me cut myself. And it's not real barbara. I'm like, yeah, it's real fucking barbara, dude. Like, that shit cuts you open, and that's what they do. And he goes, no fucking way. I'm like, dude, glass tubes, thumbtacks. And he doesn't. He goes, you don't do that shit. I'm like, fuck no, I don't want to do that shit, because I, I don't want hepatitis C or fucking the herps. I don't want none of that shit. It's funny. We talked to Alex after Horror Slam GCW, and he, of course, he was in that match with Nick Gage. And, and uh, he thinks he's a death match wrestler. No, no. He was like, <laughs> he was like, I got a scratch on my elbow. I, I, I got a little blood on my back. He goes, this isn't for me. I, I don't want to take no pizza cutter. I don't want to take no thumbtacks. I don't want to take none of it. So he was pretty adamant when we talked to him after the show that that was not his world to get into. This bitch will fucking constantly piss us off by saying he's a deathmatch wrestler when he wrestled Nick Gage. And I'm just like, you shut the fuck up. This this is what pisses me off about Alex, too. This motherfucker will eat a cold hamburger. He'll fucking cook a, cook, he'll cook a hamburger and he'll put it in the refrigerator and eat that motherfucker. Like, that shit is gross. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> so we found out why Adam Wick hates Alex Weir. Well, there's many reasons why I hate Alex Weir. Well, Jesus. That's awesome. Well, I, Adam, me we... and Aaron have saved that motherfucker's life at one point. Me and Aaron both one night woke up to save that motherfucker's life three hours away. So, Go ahead, Jaybird. I was going to say, uh, well, where, where can all uh, the people find you at and find your merch, man? Um, I, I don't have merch right now because it's Christmas time and I'm trying to, I'm usually all about my family more than me. So I'm always out buying gifts every day, especially the month of November and December. And, um, so merch will be coming in future, probably January, February. Um, but you can find me on Twitter. You can find me on, uh, Instagram and Facebook at Adam Wick. And I think my, my title for, uh, Twitter is at Adam, uh, sorry, DTA Adam F and Wick. And that's for Instagram too. So, so yeah, we, like I said, we appreciate coming on. We appreciate you giving us time. Uh, don't ever apologize to us for being two minutes late. Um, no big deal. We enjoy this conversation. Um, and we look forward to hopefully getting more of your buddies on after uh, Adam Wick can brag. Now he was the first one on pro wrestling edge. I thought I thought for sure you like Tommy was on here at one point or Aaron before me. That's but I'm gonna tell that motherfuckers, hey bitch, I was on Prosting Edge podcast. The fuck? Yeah, you can let Tommy. Soon. We're supposed to have him on. I've been he's supposed to, to be on soon. Uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully we can get him on. I fucking I love that dude with but, all my heart. But you can no me and him, me and him bicker like old women. But I love that dude with all my heart. But you, I, I, but I you get the bagging rights, <laughs> no, right? I'm gonna, I'm gonna rub that in his face. Yeah, but you get the bragging rights of, of of all the crew of being the first on the show. So we appreciate you. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep busting your ass. Keep
keep being humble because that's going to get you far places. Uh, don't do anything different than what you're doing uh, because we love Adam Wick. So appreciate you, man. <laughs> Thank yeah. you very much, guys. Yeah. I really appreciate you. All right. Have a good one, man. Yep. See ya. Peace. Peace. Adam that was Wick. fucking awesome. Yeah, I love it when when the guys come on and, and they open up with us and stuff. And, and and you know, I I I had a real good feeling Adam would do that after conversations I've had with him. But yeah, and he's humble. He works hard. And he, that's why he's my favorite member of, the, of DTA. Fuck yeah. He just I appreciate he just became a best friend. Without him <laughs> even knowing it. <laughs> I know we had so much in common. That's for sure. Yeah, Holy that, man. He's a, good a cool cat, man. He's a good dude, and hopefully he he gets those those um, more better cheers when I see him live than than I've seen him in the past. Him get so. Anybody got anything before we let him go, or before we let this show go? And uh, he's going to be at Mister Chainsaw this weekend with Shogun. I just want to say I um, can't wait for Thursday night GCW versus Horror Slam. There's some good matches on that card. Gonna be there with the boys. That's right. We're gonna have a good time. Hopefully, we'll see some of you folks out there that are listening. Come say hi. Come say what's up. And uh, my final word is fuck Larry D. Fuck Larry D. Fuck Larry D. Peace. <laughs>